0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan and I'm speaking today with Maya Markovich, the executive in residence at Village Capital, an organization that supports impact driven seed stage startups. She is also the executive director of the Justice Technology Association, which is a nonprofit trade group founded to support justice tech startups. Hi, Maya. How are you?
1: Hi, Ari. It's so great to be here. Oh, it's a privilege to speak
0: with you again. Tell us about
1: your background and your
0: new role with Village Capital.
1: Well, I've had a long and winding career, but immediately before my current role, my previous role was at Next Law Labs. Uh, the industry's first tech-focused innovation catalyst that was founded by a law firm, Denton's, back in 2015, where I was chief growth officer and also supported the NextLaw Ventures investment arm. At Village Capital, what I'm doing now is working with them on defining the justice tech space. Village Capital and their partner, American Family Insurance Institute for Corporate and Social Impact, otherwise known as AMFAM, have been working on this for a couple of years. A little bit ago, they put out a really great report and market assessment, identifying the different types of justice tech and the potential for impact. We've been working now for a few months on a follow-up report, which is being finalized now, more of a next step set of strategies to supercharge informed investment in this nascent sector and provide more clarity as to the size of the market opportunity and its venture-backability and identify additional ways to keep building the sector and the community and and that kind of things. This fall also there will be a justice tech accelerator.
0: What is the mission of the Justice Technology Association?
1: We founded JTA earlier this year as a nonprofit trade group to support these change makers and startup founders that harness technology to help people navigate legal matters, foster hope and self-empowerment and contribute to a more fair legal system. So our mission is to really democratize the consumer legal experience through the use of technology for the public good. We know that we need to support both these entrepreneurs and harness their collective voice for reform to expand the debate of their applicability beyond lawyers and bars and bring the public's interest to the forefront of the debate. How do you define Justice Tech? Justice Tech is a nascent sector, as I mentioned. Companies that build tech solutions That are designed to improve or open access to the exercise of one's legal rights, improve those outcomes and increase equity within a system that is often really stacked against them. A couple startups are good examples like that actually were founding members of JTA, Easy Expunctions, that creates a fast track to justice with guaranteed results. They leverage a technology platform to assure their customers have a streamlined and cost effective solution to clear their criminal records. So they're informing and empowering people interacting with the criminal justice system. And people Clerk, which empowers individuals to navigate small claims disputes on their own in an easy and affordable way. So their platform helps people prepare, file, and serve their small claims lawsuits. And they're a PBC, public benefit corporation, and believe very strongly, like all members of JTA, that people should have access to justice regardless of their social economic or cultural background
0: why create a new group rather than align with an existing group that shares your mandate
1: there are plenty of legal tech organizations out there already but there are none that focus solely on justice tech that's it's so far been sort of an undefined and unclarified area of legal tech and to help it flourish it really needs its own support also Justice Tech overlaps with many other verticals and has its own unique challenges, spanning everything from platform development to fundraising. And that's even more true with this direct-to-consumer technology. And so there is no other group that speaks to investors and regulators with this unique focus on on the direct-to-consumer legal tech companies. Most importantly, our focus is on non-lawyer consumers, the people interacting with the legal systems and the legal customer.
0: What are the problems that Justice Tech aims to address?
1: The magnitude of the problem we're dealing with is massive and it's growing. There are numerous frightening statistics (laughs) the U.S. is ranked 126 out of 139 countries when it comes to affordability of access to the legal system in at least 75 percent of matters. At least one party is self represented, and it's often much higher, as high as 98 percent, depending on the type of matter. There are 5 billion people in the world that can't access the legal system. So Legal Services Corporation just released a Justice Gap report this week showing that low-income Americans received no or inadequate legal help for a staggering 92% of civil legal problems that impacted them substantially. And that jumped from 86% the last time they did the report back in 2017. And and by the way, that's only the civil side. And that's only America. (laughs) But concerns about costs stop people from even seeking legal help. And half of the folks that were surveyed doubted that they could find a lawyer they could afford. So if this study had surveyed middle-income Americans, that number would be even higher. Legal aid and pro bono are doing unbelievable work, but they are overwhelmed and under-resourced. And there's there's a massively underserved population in our communities that isn't able to access their rights, and we need different models. And technology can and should be part of the solution. So that's where Justice Tech comes in.
0: How does your role guiding investment strategy at Village Capital align with your leadership of the Justice Technology Association?
1: It was honestly a moment of serendipity. I've been an advisor for a couple of Justice Tech companies, um, in addition to legal tech companies, for quite some time, for several years. And basically the opportunities arose at almost the same time and i immediately recognized that there was you know synergy in terms of overlapping needs for to grow the ecosystem as well as the need for the community and a greater awareness to be built and so they both feed in integrally to each other how has your experience with next law labs
0: helped to shape your approach to these new roles
1: it's very similar in terms of big law legal tech in some ways. We're building an emerging ecosystem that aims to benefit all players. We're also bringing an entrenched system where everything is aligned against innovation into the 21st century. Scope is daunting, but there is so much opportunity. That is something that I saw from the, from the get-go at Next Law Labs six or seven years ago. It's very different in some ways as well. Impact investing has additional complexity and there's a lot of interest in justice tech from impact investors in addition to non-impact investors who are much more focused obviously on ROI and venture backability. I would say also the direct to consumer nuance is, you know, versus supporting the business and practice of law is very different, focusing on the legal customer and even more client centricity.
0: Where do you see justice tech headed?
1: It's anyone's guess in certain in a certain sense, but we're just launching JTA and in early stages of really supporting the sector and the investors and the components of the ecosystem with village capital and Amfam, our goal is to bring together these like-minded people. There's quite a bit of interest. We have a lot of action items that we're planning to prioritize and pursue as we grow Justice Tech Association, we plan to very deliberately keep in close contact with our members as we grow, such that we are identifying the ways in which we can help them the most. I think that in the short term, we want to gain, gain critical mass to speak for the sector. I think justice tech is something that when you talk to people in the legal industry, they feel that you know, it's easy for them to kind of hook into what justice tech is as kind of the social impact side of legal tech. But a lot of people don't see it that way. A lot of people see it as just another excellent opportunity to dive in and have really positive impact. And so it's growing from a lot of different directions. We need to support the companies in the space to scale and benefit from the cohesive ecosystem. But ultimately, Justice Tech will be growing um, as more with the awareness that is that is building and also with the tremendous need. This is Ari Kaplan
0: speaking with Maya Markovich, the executive in residence at Village Capital, an organization that supports impact-driven, seed-stage startups. She is also the executive director of the Justice Technology Association, which is a nonprofit trade group founded to support justice tech startups. Maya, thanks so much. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.